Welcome to episode 21 of Logger. I'm your host, Dan, and today I'm here with Paige. Hi. How you doing today, Paige? Good. You, you know what? You and I have both been playing a lot of uh, games on the laptop lately, haven't we? Yeah. And uh, you know, we got a, a jam, well, a somewhat jam-packed show today for... Uh, got some good stuff. Uh, what do you want to talk about first? Um, I'll let you pick it. How about World of Goo? That's a pretty fun game. Okay. Now, World of Goo, uh, that is a commercial Linux game, proprietary, so we don't have the access to the source, but it's still a really great game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's put out... Uh, so thank you for helping me find that. Dun, 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 dun. World of Goo. Well, let's see. Who made World of Goo? Do you know? No. <laughs> World of Goo was put out originally on the uh, Nintendo Wii and also under computer. You can find it at worldofgoo.com. And it was a uh, production by a a small independent game company called Two Boy... 2D Boy, it's at 2dboy.com, and it is a, a somewhat of a 2D game. So let's let's describe World of Goo page. Tell me what World of Goo is. Well, it's uh, it's a game with different levels. Basically, in each uh, level, uh, it gets harder and harder. You have usually you have to stack the the goo um, either up or sometimes uh, across to make a bridge. You have to stack it up to a, a tube. Like uh tube like thing that sucks uh once you reach it, it sucks the rest of the goo that um you haven't used up into it, and you have to reach a, shir- a certain amount of goo balls to um go to the next level. So let me see if I can uh, <clears throat> reclarify what you were saying, so I have it right in my head. World of glue goo is a physics based puzzle slash construction game whereby you have a number of goo balls that you're given at the start of a level. And the goal is to make it to the exit pipe on that level. And in order to do that, you have to build a construction, like a bridge, so to speak, across a bunch of different obstacles to get your goo balls, or a specific number of goo balls, a minimum number of goo balls, into the exit pipe, correct? Yeah. And along the way, what kind of obstacles do you have to overcome? There's um, kind of conveyor belt-like things. There's spikes. Um, there is uh, windmills that you have to go over or else um, the goo balls will pop. And um, there's... Uh, fire? Yeah, there's fire. Spikes? I already said spikes. Said spikes? Yeah. I didn't know if you said spikes. Water. But that's yeah. not really much of an obstacle because... But sometimes the goo balls will drown. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And the water, when you... The water is kind of an obstacle because when you build it, you've got to make sure it doesn't turn around because the heavier one side is than the other, it'll turn, and then you got to start all over on the other side. It turned that, on, too. That is true. I mean, it is physics-based, so... You have to construct a fairly sturdy bridge in the minimum number of balls possible to get the maximum number of goo balls into the uh, the exit pipe. Now, in addition to that, I mean, you don't you, you have different kind of goo balls. Do you recall what kind of goo balls there are? 
Well, there's the basic black one that once you use it, you can't use it again. It just stays there. There's um, green ones that you can uh, you can uh, build with, and then you can take them off, so they're reusable. There's take you can stick and unstick them. Yeah. Um, there's one level that you have to use with those where you have to get eight, like four, uh, uh, no, like eight of them, and there's only like they give you uh, something already built, but there's only like you only get four more, but they're green ones, so you can un you you can unstick them and you can put them into the pipe. There's also white goo balls, and usually those ones um you can just do them straight down. They don't have to go into like a triangle shape. They're straight. I um, thought the white goo balls were sticky, that they could actually stick to the ground. Don't they? Because there were some some levels. some can stick to the ground and some go just straight and not in a triangle form. Um, there's the balloon ones. There's pinkish red balloon goo balls that um help the uh the other goo balls fly up into the air. Because sometimes there's pipes up in the air that you can't reach with your goo balls, so you have to use the those to um fly up and get to the pipes. Um. There's the um the blue balls that ones. catch on fire. The pink ones, they're balloons essentially. Yeah. I like the noise that they make. They're like and it sounds like a you know, when you rub a balloon. Yeah. When you stick them. That's pretty cool. And now the red ones. They um those ones you build usually to a fire to, so they can explode and then like that knocks like something out of the way of a pipe or um it makes something explode and and um so you build it up to the fire, and uh, um, it explodes, technically. It catches on fire, and it explodes. It's kind of like a match, matches that you build together. Um, They're like gunfire, gunpowder. Yeah. Um, now, there's also... There's also, yeah, those 3D... Um, uh, green ones that uh, you don't—they don't actually stick to anything really. Um, that you don't build with them. They you click on them and you uh, drag your mouse where you want them to go, and they uh, they kind of jump from one place to another. You essentially slingshot them on a trajectory. Yeah. Um. Square ones. Yeah, there's the um the green square ones that you use. They you use those with the ones that jump. You use those to build, um, so you can get the ones that actually jump to pipes and stuff. Usually. Now there. there's a few more. There's the yellow one. Oh yeah, that one's big. Stick. Uh, sticky, spiky, sticky one that, that stick to everything. Yep. And you, you use that in some levels in a unique way to uh, grab your goo balls onto it and swing it. You know, they go, it'll hitch onto a, the big rotating drum, uh -huh. and you can uh, go up the drums like that. And there's also the um, skeleton head one. Um, it's a skull, and, like, that one, um, it doesn't pop if it touches spikes. So you use that to uh, get the regular goo balls over it to the pipes, um, because if you put those underneath the regular goo balls, the goo balls won't pop. Yeah, so, so they're almost like protective shields. Yeah. Armor, armor goo balls. Yeah. There are also the the smiley face pink goo ball. 
Remember the big heads? Oh, yeah. The big heads, um, the beauty goo balls. Um, there's two different ones. There's, uh, there's, um, the beauty school one, and there's not as, there's a, there's a kind of reddish, ugly orangish, one. tannish, ugly one. And then there's the pink, um, pretty one. And usually you use the ugly ones to, like, fill up a spiky ditch or something, and then you use the pretty ones to get into the pipe. Um, you don't really use the ugly ones to get um, into pipes much. You mostly use the um, pink ones. I'm not sure they can. Uh, is there any stage they can go into the pipes? I don't think there is. Because I think you, the, those, the beauty ones are in stages where there's a red pipe, and basically those are the only ones that go yeah. into the pipe. And then there's You can't the one build with the beauty ones. Yeah, you can't um you can't um click on them and drag them places. They have to go. Um you can use the whistle which you get in like the second um second world. Um you can use the whistle to make them go places, but that other than that you can't do that. And the dark um black the black ones, the straight black ones, you can't move those either. You have to use the whistle to move those. I remember those. They're not exactly grayish black, but they're uh, black. Um, some of those you can't move them. They have to move by yeah. yourselves. Uh, so you have um, <coughs> it's, it's six levels, isn't it? It's yeah. The four main levels, the bonus level, and the World of Goo Corporation. And essentially, the first three levels are different. Deviations on the you know the same concept where you have to build towards a pipe and there's different obstacles in your way and different challenges. Uh, you know I recall one of the higher levels where you had to um, you had a big bomb that you had to drop from the ceiling carefully with the green balls to position in front of two barriers and then use the red balls. To set it on fire, yeah, set so it that on it fire and, it, and it caused it to explode. Then you had to take the remaining balls that you had that were over and that you woke up to create a bridge to cross that gap. I actually never finished that level. And then have get the, as many the minimum number of goo balls. That was a challenging level. The other one, I, the, one of the bonus levels too, was really wild, where you had to build a bridge construct almost straight up. So and use the balloon to hold it there enough so that after you had built it up, you let it drop to the right so it would hit the other ledge. But you had to keep at least like one of the balloons there to, to position it so it wouldn't collapse into the gap. Then you had to build onto the end of that I remember and that. lift that it back up on the other side with the balloon uh, goo and just keep doing that. That was a pretty cool level. That was cool and kind of challenging. Also, you're not timed, so you have plenty of time, and you can retry the levels. Well, technically, yeah, you're not timed. Completion of a level is not based upon your time. You don't have a minimum time, but the more goo balls you can get into the exit pipe in the least amount of time, the better your uh, score could be that descends to the world of goo leaderboards. So the faster you do it with... capture the most number of goo balls, the better your leaderboard score will be. And that's a a combination of everybody worldwide. And also, when you have a surplus of goo balls, let's say on a level where you have five, you have to get five goo balls in and you get like ten, 
you get those five extra goo balls to use in the world of goo corporation level. Yeah. And essentially all that is is just a flat level where you build the highest tower you can. And you build it in competition with other players worldwide. Yeah. So you connect to the Internet and you'll start seeing clouds appear in the sky. And if you click on the clouds, you'll see how, fi- how high other people have built the tower. And I think, what's the highest one? 700,000? Or is it 76,000? I'm not sure. Um, also, there's also some levels where you don't even have to, you don't use the goo balls at all. You use those brick things, build them up, and they, um, they travel through them to the uh, pipes. Well, you do use some, you use the red ones that jump um, to connect it to the pipes, but that's really it. Use the rest um, to uh, use the bricks the, um, with the eyes on those bricks to um, build You're talking a, about the fourth level stuff, right? Uh-huh. Right before it goes, well, once you get to the fourth level, it's, it, it's called the uh, information superhighway, which breaks and it goes to the old school graphics, line graphics. And the goal into those is to find a graphics processor so you can go to 3D. Well, actually, it is like old school 3D, and then it, you find a graphics processor to show you new school 3D. And you have, that's where you get into the, the uh, slinging of the goo balls with the trajectory. And I don't know, it's, just, it's, it's something you have to... Uh, one of my favorite levels was the one where it was all trajectory-based, where you had the red and green on the top, there was a block and it had the green on the bottom and the red at the top. Then there was a oh, world in the had middle. To, you had to yeah. slingshot and them you had around to and they them had around. to... Yeah, so it catches on the red ones. But first you had to shoot a green one around to wake up the red ones and then yeah. you had to shoot the red ones around to get to the pipe and then you had to shoot the green ones around so they would hit the red ones and go into the pipe. That was, that was fun. Um, a challenging one on the fourth level, I think the last one was pretty challenging um, yeah, because... Yeah, because it looks easy, but then when you actually build it, you know, one wrong move and it goes all tumbling down until you reach mom and then you ask her questions and it's it's pretty hard, but it's it's not that hard, but it's kind of hard, you know. What did you think of the story? Did you understand it? Did it mean yeah. anything to you? Kind of, not not really. Kind See, of. I think now the story meant a lot to me because I've been around computers for years, and it's very. There is a lot of just inside industry humor in there, uh, kind of poking fun at corporations and Google and computers in general, and it was just so artfully done, which you probably didn't pick up on that due to. Uh, you know, you're fairly young and didn't grow up in the whole, uh, you know, early stages of the Commodores and TIs and early stages of Apple up and through the uh, x86 processor until we are today. So you didn't get a lot of that humor and story base in there. But it's still, is it an excellent game? or is it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty awesome. Is this one of the best games that you've played yet? Yeah. How many... How many penguins would you give it out of five? Um, I'd probably give it a four and a half because sometimes it can be kind of confusing of what you're supposed to do. They give you little signs that tell you what to do, but sometimes it doesn't really give you a full vision of what you're actually supposed to do. So 
that half is taken away just because it's it's kind of challenging to figure out what you're actually supposed to do some of the time. So, four and a half. All right, so is this an Avery game? Um... You could either way. It's your opinion. You tell me. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Is it an Avery game? I don't think so because it's kind of you really need to take your time, and she likes to kind of rush through things a little bit. So I don't really think so. Is this a mommy game? Um, it's not really well detailed, so I don't think it w- it is now. Well, wait, wait, really, what do you mean? Of. What do you mean by well detailed? Well, like, well detailed by it, it doesn't really give you much detail in the instructions. Okay. Uh, it's fairly simple to figure out. So you don't think that Mommy would appreciate this game because it doesn't give her enough instructions? Well, that that's the only, I, don't, I think that's the only reason why she wouldn't appreciate it. I think the rest of it she would, she would like, but that just the, that there's not much detail in the instruction is the only reason. Well, see, that's where you and I would disagree. I agree with you that I don't think this is an Avery game because I don't think she has the patience to uh, sit through figuring this out. But I think Mommy would dig this game. Really? Yeah, I do, because she's watched it, and she's been in fascinated by it, and I do think that, that she would give it. So I would say age level 8, 9 maybe, on up to uh, old folk, <coughs> like mommy, right? <laughs> That's not nice. Now, this game, you absolutely have to use the mouse with it, and I can see that, you know, that, that is a requirement. I can also see that this being a good game to play on the Wii, even though we don't have it on the Wii. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I give it. I give this is probably one of the most addicting and fun games that I played this side of uh, Frozen Bubble, and I would give this a five penguins out of five. That's what I think. Four and a half, five penguins. Good game. It, it's well worth it. It was twenty dollars, nineteen ninety five, DRM free, which means you can install it on all the computers at your your house. You can download the demo uh, from two boy two d boy dot com or world of dot com. Uh, and again, it's it's for Windows OS ten as well as Linux. Uh, but you want to get the Linux version. When you order it, you get access to all three versions. You can download whatever you want. Uh, this game sold more Linux copies in the first day it was available than any other uh, percentage-wise than any other uh, platform that they sold it on. I think it broke records for them. Uh, it's really good. Support these guys, 2dboy.com, and I hope to see a lot more games come from them because uh, this was really good. Really yeah. good. I have no complaints about it except that it's too addicting. I think what would be cool for this game is if they offered, you know, ability to buy more levels or even better yet, a level editor where you can make your own levels. That would be that, really that good. Would be, that would be really good. Yeah. All right, so uh, we're going to put that one on the shelf. Of course, we'll probably you'll be playing that a lot because you were playing that today. I'm actually, I'm on um, the third. I've played two files already. Uh, this is my... Um, this um, I'm playing it again for the third time, actually. Wow. You like it, and you must have an awful yeah. lot of time on your hands. Uh-huh. All right, so what do you want to go on to next? Um, uh, how about we go on to, let's see, what were the other ones? Super Tux and Alex the Alligator 4? Were those the other ones? So why don't we... Why don't we pick one of those? Pick one of those that you want to talk about. Um, how about the Super Tux cart? 
Okay, Super Toxic Heart. Well, I've been playing that uh, the past couple, like maybe two weeks. I've been playing that a lot. It's it's a pretty fun game. It's all about like you uh, you pick a course, uh, like timed, uh, quick uh, route or something like that. Then you pick your character, and then you can pick like um, what like what class you're in, like if you're a racer or just beginning or something like that. And then you pick how many people you're racing against. You can race yourself against the. You can race against the clock, or you can race against. Uh, I think, one. You can race up to two to I think like twelve people. Well, not people, but the um, computers or people. I don't think it really matters. Um, this is kind of similar to Mario Kart, isn't it? Um, kind of. The, the controls are a little bit different, and you can't, you, you don't really have as much control over these cards as you do in Mario Kart. These cards, if you go, like, if you go to the right, you'll go to the right unless you, like, really quickly you stop. Um, you gotta stop really quick. You gotta, like, turn right when you're turning, but if you turn a little too early, you'll turn right into a wall. Or something, you don't really have as much control as you do in Mario Kart. It's a little bit more challenging. I haven't played Super Tux Kart in, in probably a year, maybe two years. Now, I'm looking at latest releases, 0.61, and they say that they, they added the ability for add-on packages, and they released an add-on package with seven additional cars and six tracks. How many tracks, different tracks have you played, and how many different cars, carts have you seen? I've played... Um, I've played... Um, one, two, three, four different tracks. Um, how many different carts have I seen? I've seen, uh, probably I've seen all seven, I think. I've raced all seven carts. You've, you've raced seven different carts? Yeah. And, uh, if you're going to cough, you got to go in the other room. This is important stuff. Yeah, Avery. Arrgh. <laughs> All right. So, Super Tux Kart. Is it frustrating or fun for you? Um, for me, it's pretty fun. It's uh, it's challenging. I like it when games are challenging because then it's not so easy that you just blow through it without even remembering the first few levels. Um, it's it's pretty challenging, but I really like it. It's it's a fun game. I'm wondering. I, I can't remember. Is this? <laughs> Is this a multiplayer game? Um, like, to connect with other people? Yeah, can you play? Um, let me check. No, you know what, I, I will look over here. You just keep talking about the game. I don't think it is. Uh, I think you can just race against the computers. Um, the computers, uh, players. I, do, I don't think it's a multiplayer game. Well, it says you can race up to four friends on one PC. Uh, I don't know if there's network support for it, though. I can't. should have done a little more research. Bah, 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 bah. But there are... It is very... Uh, it's in the flavor of Mario Kart. And you, you, pick, you can pick up different weapons and stuff. 
Can you not different items to uh, use yeah, in the game? Yeah, like you can pick up um, certain rockets that can go straight to and that go straight, or certain rockets that follow the enemy until they hit it. There's like the star ones that they just like go backwards, they go really slow. But if you hit it, um, your cart will explode. Um, it will it'll explode and it'll send your cart flying up. There is um, there's a parachute that makes your cart go slower. There's um, uh, banana peels that um, that make your that give your cart a parachute that make your cart have a parachute on them. There's it'll make put a bomb on your cart which will blow up eventually unless you hit another cart then it'll go onto that cart. And there's um, uh, a weight type thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, there's, hmm, let's see, anything else? The more, there's coins. They have fish on them. There's little coins that if you get them, if you get up to five silver coins, then um, you can get up to two things in the bl in the mystery boxes. If there, if you get up to ten, you can get three, and so on and so on. So cool. Yeah. Well, according to the f the documentation, they are working on uh, networked multiplayer support. LAN support's in there already, but WAN support is is not. So we shall see. What what, what penguin score do you give this? Uh, zero uh, zero to five penguins. I give it four penguins because I I I knock off a whole penguin because of it's not as easy to control your cart. So it's easy to mess up, and but you can retry the levels. But still, I knock off one because of the of the amount of control. Well, see, I wonder, I wonder if I if I follow through on my threat to get the gamepad, which I want to get a gamepad for this. I wonder if a gamepad would make it easier. Hmm. I'm not, I don't Maybe we'll have to revisit this when we get a gamepad. I'm not going to review it because I haven't played it in a long time. But let's see, uh, Avery score. Um, I think she would probably get really frustrated because it's not easy to control. She'd probably mess up a lot and wouldn't want to play it. Um, I'm not sure how it would be if we got the game pad, but um, uh, I don't. Th I think she would get probably frustrated with this. All right, mommy can mommy score. Um, I think mommy. Uh, she liked um Mario Kart. I think she would like it, but. Still, the um, lack of control, I think that would be kind of hard. The difficulty in control, okay. I, I can probably agree with your, your testament there, but um, you can get Super Tux Cart at supertuxcart.sourceforge.net, but more than likely you can pull it down from your distributions repository. Uh, we did it through Ubuntu, and it was fairly simple to get installed. Uh, so, happy day for that. Let's Let's move on. Let's move on. Unless you have anything else to say about Tux Cart, Super Tux Cart, let's move on to the next game that you've been playing. What is it called? Uh, Alex the Alligator Four, I think. Okay, Alex yeah, the Alligator Four. Mm-hmm. You can find the alligator.sourceforge.net or pull it down from the repositories, which is where I believe I got it. Alex the Alligator Four. What? What? I have never played this game. Um, from the screenshots, it looks like a platformer. What is this? What is this game all about? Tell me about it. <coughs> well, it's about the in the beginning. You get like a little uh, like 
you can see that Alex and um, his friend, they're talking, and then they, um, they're talking about how alligators are getting snatched up and made into boots and stuff, taken to far- alligator farms and stuff, um, and then they hear a helicopter, and uh, the helicopter traps Alex's friend, and um, then you go on this whole adventure trying to save Alex's friend from um, people, from the people in the helicopters and people making the would, would this be something similar to uh, Super Mario Brothers? Yeah, I guess. I mean, what, what do you what do you do in this? You you are an alligator, and what do you do? You well, you're an alligator. Um, you basically you go through. You collect hearts and stars and cherries and all this stuff to um, give you more health and um, points. And you have two tries in the beginning of each level. Um, and there's these people that walk throughout. Those are, those are your enemies. Um, one of them looks can, like an ape. Huh? One of them looks like an ape. I, I don't think so. They're just people. <coughs> that? That's, that's a person. That's a person? Yeah. Okay. Some of them have spears, too. Um, <coughs> those, you, um, you can jump on top of them, and then they'll get squished, and then you can, um walk like right by them and then you can like he'll open his mouth and he'll eat them and that gives you more points um (coughs) and also um there's like those clear uh blocks you can um in some parts of the um in some places there's these little um wheels in the ground that spin if you go on them, like whichever direction you're going, you'll turn into a wheel and you can crush through those clear blocks. Not the regular blocks, just the clear ones. Um, and then you'll get like points and stuff. Uh, um, also, sometimes you have to use that to get through places. Um, there's, uh, up when you're at level 6, that's one of the bosses. That's pretty hard. You have to <coughs> go from one point, you have to, um, jump on top of a platform you have to jump right so the can doesn't shoot so it doesn't hit you then when the boss is right behind you where you were um by the platform where you were you have to jump on some like sometimes you jump onto one of his men and then you have to run over to the other platform then you have to wait until he comes then you have to wait until he comes um, and hits that platform that you're on, and then when he turns around, then you jump onto the spinning block, and then you hit him um, while you're spinning. You have to do that a couple times. I haven't beaten that level yet, but that that's kind of tricky. But he's got the boss has got like this. Um, he's riding in a machine. It's got this uh, plate in front of it that has spikes on it. So if he hits you, you're dead, and then you have one level. I mean, one life left, and. So you only get two lives. Usually in uh, games you get three, but in this you have two lives. So. Is is it a fun game? It's a fun game, yeah. It's really fun. I, I know you've been playing it a lot, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, I I still have yet to play it. I've heard good things about it. It sounds fun to you. It's not in color, is it? It looks like it's green. No, it's and white. It's, it's white, black, and green. That's the only colors, and kind of grayish. So, how many penguins do you give it? I give it a f- five penguins. So really? Do you like it that much? Five penguins? Yeah. It's that good. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that's fair enough. It sounds. Does it have sound? Um. 
Hess sound in the beginning when it shows him and his friend talking. You can hear the helicopter and everything. But I don't think the rest of the game has much sound. No, like like little beeps and stuff, like, like he eats something or something like that, but nothing else. Now, I noticed there's a lot of levels for this uh, that you can download. Do you, do you know if there's an in-game level editor? Um, I don't think there is. Okay, something I will have to check out, but it seems pretty sweet. Yeah, it is. Let me see here. Alex the Alligator is a pure run-and-jump game. Classical old-school platformer. Uh, download includes built-in editor where you can create and play your own level. So somewhere there is a level editor. Um, coolness. i got to try this game out. I'm interested to play it. Avery Test. Is it a, a good Avery game? Um, I think so, yeah. Sometimes it's hard to, like, jump over stuff and jump on um, over, like, the ditches and stuff. But I think Avery would like this game. Sure. Sweetness. Now, this game is available with the source code at, uh, oh crap, I just had it up and I, I moved it. It's a freelunchgames.com, but it has its own website on SourceForge called alligator.sourceforge.net. It is from Free Lunch Design, so if you go to freelunchdesign.com, there are some more games over there. Uh, I'm not sure which ones support. Linux or have the source code for it, but Alex sounds like a really cool game. Uh, you say it's good for Avery? Yeah, I think what about she would mommy? enjoy it. Um, yeah, it's kind of like uh, Super Mario. It's kind of like the DS version of Super Mario when you have to beat that like dinosaur that throws the eggs. Um, that like lady dinosaur. Mm -hmm. um, I think mommy enjoys that game. Alex the Alligator 4 is kind of like that game. so I think mommy would enjoy it. Coolness and coolness and coolness. Uh, let's see. Anything else you'd like to say about this game? Five five penguins, huh? You really like this game, huh? Yeah. Right up your alley. Mm-hmm. Huh? Um, wasn't there one other game we were going to... Yeah, there is one other game. I'm saving it. This is going to be the last game, I think, that we talk about today. Oh, yeah. It is uh, yeah. Echelon Book One by Basilisk Games. Uh, you can find it at basilisk, that's B-A-S-I-L-I-S-K, games.com, uh, book one. It is a, a role-playing game, RPG. It won the uh, RPG of the Year Award in 2007 uh, for gamingwithchildren.com. Uh, it is cross-platform, and it is commercial, or closed-source commercial game. You can download a demo of it off the uh, Bassett Games website. It's 19.95 for the full version, and the idea, well, the, the startup of this game is an old school RPG, old school style RPG. You uh, build your character in the beginning. Now you can only be a male in this, which I remember that they said the next one because this focuses around a male character. Book two, I think, maybe it might allow you to choose, but you uh, you wake up in a burned out house and you have to figure, you know, try and reclaim your memories at the same time, figure out what your purpose is in the game. And you can choose between, uh, I know there's a rogue, which you've been playing, right? Yeah. There's an uh, arch, uh, a ranger slash archer, with I've been, which I've been playing. There's a, a warrior. I know there's a wizard. Is there another class? 
Do you want me to bring it up? No, no, don't bring it up. We don't need to bring it up. It is a... Anyway, I, I think that's the, the class limits right there. I don't... Wait, there's got to be a... Is there a cleric or something? There's, there's five of them. Rogue, wizard, fighter, ranger. Rogue, wizard, fighter, ranger. It's got to be a cleric. I can't think of anything else it would be. I guess, probably. Character portraits are kind of ugly, aren't they? <laughs> They're ugly guys. Yeah. Oh, dude, did you find a handsome guy? Like my, I took the bald dude. It doesn't really matter because you only see the guy actually, you only actually see the guy in his picture when he's talking to people. Uh-huh. Because other than that, they all look the same when you're playing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you chose the bald guy. Well, well you, you do see the different armor and weapons that he chooses. Yeah, you can see uh, that. You put on that's, a hat. That's, uh, that's it, though. So you pick your guy, uh, you pick your class, you get... Uh, base set of stats, skills, like strength, intelligence, wisdom, dexterity, stuff like that. Then you get like a bunch of, what is it, like 10, 14 points or so to put in yeah. that you can customize. You also get to pick uh, skills. Yeah, and you I, I love picking locks. Yeah, I love to pick lock skill. You get that if you choose rogue. So I, t- I cho- chose rogue to get the picking lock skill. Um, I chose alchemy. And hide and shadows. And um, the one for the maps. Cartography. Yeah, cartography. I, I started at level four on cartography, so my maps are as good as yours. And you like you had to build it up, so my maps are already as good as yours. Now, see, what I chose to begin with was I chose an archer, so I had I had ranged weapons, bow. I didn't have the choice of archer because I chose different. So. Well, as a as a uh, as an archer, I got the skill, the bow skill, right from the bat. And I think as a rogue, what do you get as a skill right off the bat? Uh, pick lock. Pick, pick lock. See, I got archer, and that's my favorite skill. I took I took swords, and I took survival, and I took. You don't need survival to be able to camp. But I took it anyhow. Yeah, I know. I think those were the only three skills I took. I think I might have taken. I can't remember whether I chose pick locks. No, I know what I did. I took those. I don't think you can choose to pick locks. Yeah, you can. It's a skill oh, that you can really? pick. Because I have it. Oh. Oh. I didn't choose that off the bat. I didn't think. I didn't think about it. Uh, and then after I was wandering around, I realized well, it would probably be a good idea to have this. That was, a, I think, one of the first skills. I chose. It's easier to pick the locks than than to um, beat down the doors with your um, weapons because if you use the weapons too much to beat down like doors and stuff, and instead of just using it to beat down barrels and sometimes chests, if you use it all the time, then you you'll usually break your weapons. I broke a couple daggers. Um, breaking down stuff, so I decided I was going to pick the locks for the doors instead of break them down because I broke some weapons. Yeah, I found that out too. Like, I'm level 4 at lock picking now, and that does pretty good for I me. Ch- I, I started on level 4 lock picking. Now, see, I also, um, I was kind of, when I first started the game, I was a little miffed that I was like, man, what this game needs is a map. It really needs it. And I was not aware that, you know, 
that you you had to have skills in cartography because there was a map section right over there and I'm like why but there's nothing on it yeah and I'm like why and it, I didn't realize until I beat the sexton quest that you get in the first inn and the guy said do you want me to train you in cartography so you can build maps and once I started doing that I'm like oh wow now the map is filling itself in as I walk but around but when you start on level one it's only like it's kind of like sketchy like you've got like little bits everywhere and like it's not completely filled in so like but then once you get to like level three and four you can actually see the green of the land and you can actually see the outlines of the house sometimes you can see stuff inside the house sometimes you can see like little like like uh like beds or like a chest or what level are you on in cartography four i'm on i'm on level four too i I wonder how much more detail we could actually get uh, well, you could probably, you know, see, you probably zoom in and see more detail. Can you zoom in on the map? I don't know, but oh, no, probably no. if you get a higher well, level, you could probably then. zoom in and see higher, uh, better uh, pictures of the house, maybe even people I, uh, that live in the house. Where are you in this game? Um, I'm... Doing the um thing, the what it said to do in the second letter. I I haven't done any quests yet. Um, I'm I'm in uh uh the where it told you to go in the second note. I think. Wait, what's this? You found. Wait. I'm trying to find the um medallion thing that I'm supposed to find. Oh wait, you found the medallion, or you have to go to the lady who tells you what the medallion means. Um, I have to go to, wait, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do in the second note, um, finding the, um, what, um, what the guy hid in, um, the coffin or the Oh, tomb. in the, in the, uh, graveyard, in the tomb. Yeah. Yeah. In the tomb. Okay. I'm trying to find that. I think I'm at the place, but I'm not exactly sure. Oh, uh, okay. I need, I need some help with that. Um, what you probably want to do is a, a little advice on there, um. Do a couple of the side quests. There's, there's the sexting quest because that's not too far away. There's the one where you find the book uh, on transportation circuits. That one. Oh wait, that one's in the uh, that one's in the tombs. Well, I don't want to give any more away. Oh yeah, okay. Because I'm uh, I've I've met Lilith, and I'm trying to get the uh, the one area opened up where the goblins are so you can yeah that those those little dudes are tough uh so yeah, are the uh, are. bandits i went there you get i went there more. right quick where like the guy was dying he told me about that and i was like the goblins that shouldn't be too hard i went over i saw the goblins i saved first before i went into the place um, that, I that's the, the most important thing in this game. I didn't think the goblins would be that hard, but then they like killed me, and I was like, "Good thing I saved." Yeah, that's uh, the most important thing in this game. You have to save. If you don't save, you are you yeah. lose so much progress. And if you don't save, in the, it doesn't save for you automatically in the beginning when you start. You have to save, or else you have to create your whole new uh, character, um, a whole new character. Yeah, this is a turn-based game. It's a uh, turn-based. RPG, old school RPG, uh, isometric view. The graphics are, are, I like the graphics. I like, I really like the sound effects too. I like it when you yeah. splash into water. I like when you come on the fungus, the way that the fungus sounds. I haven't gone to that yet. You haven't fought I, any fungus yet? 
Oh, oh, oh. The squishy oh. things, and then they yeah, chuck yeah. Okay, okay. I didn't exactly know. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 kind of. I was like, um, I don't know what you're doing, but that sounds like a really nasty battle. Because <laughs> you were fighting the fungus, and I was like, <laughs> something like that. It was all. Oh, I didn't like that. It sounded weird. It is. I I think the story is is excellent. I'm really enjoying the story. There's a lot of a. It's a lot of. Outside detail, too, like you can find books on the history of the area. Um, they're fairly short reads. I mean, they're like one or two pages of information. Sometimes stuff that you find is even half a page. You now, just yeah. ripped out of something or something like that. Yeah, you can find. Did you? I found, uh, like, one of the first potions that you can find talks about how to make healing potions. Um, I, oh, I, you found that, and I, like, kind of remembered the recipe. It's that. It, the chunk of amber stuff, not amber, willow sap, willow sap and the um, sulfur or sulfur. like that. Sulfur, the yellow sulfur, and then you just need to empty. Um. And you also have to have one skill point in alchemy for those, at least. Yeah, alchemy. I have four skill points in alchemy, so. Now, you know what, what, what I would have, this is tough because you don't really learn this until you've played some of the game or somebody else's played. <coughs> like, I don't think I would have chuck any points in the cartography if I would restart again because you can actually buy those skills um, later on in the game after you beat the sexton quest. Same thing is when I came upon the guy up there in the border town you could buy alchemy skills and you could also buy uh, bow and throwing skills from another guy. The only thing is I don't know what I kept doing but every time I go back to the alchemist he'd try and kill me. Hmm. I think maybe that's because I stole out of his bucket. Wait, he wouldn't do that to me. I, I stole stuff out of there. I don't know. The moment oh, I remember that treasure chest? Nobody would kill you about it because nobody was usually there, but um, the treasure chest that when you tried to pick the lock, it exploded first, but it only took away 15 points. That killed me at first, and I was like, good thing I saved before I got there. And then I did it one more time, and there was some... There are barrels of... of gunpowder yeah, that now I'm yeah. trying to think I went and hit one once and it blew up and killed me um, oh really when I tried to hit one I didn't know it was full of gunpowder it said um, it wouldn't let me hit it said it's full of gunpowder see I hit one I, I think I, I was trying to figure out a way to explode some of those and I, you know what I haven't invested much time cause what about your arrows I'm wondering if that could do because the one level in there was a bunch of goblins with arrows, with yeah, a bunch of archer goblins, and there was a gunpowder barrel around them. I'm wondering if I could just shoot that and, and explode and kill some of them. I don't know. It's something I'll have to try. The, um, and the demon oil spell thing, um, not the spell, that, um, the thing that you use to make demon oil, uh -huh. um, I got that. Um, yeah, it said it's fun for the whole family. Yeah, yeah. did you make any of that yet? <laughs> I, um, I don't, uh, I didn't make any of that. I don't, I don't have the ingredients yet. What level um, elements are you? Four. I think you need to be minimum level five. Because mm. I have, I have the alchemist book too, and it says you need to be at least alchemist level five before you can make I don't think I have the alchemist book. You'll, you'll find them along the way. I think there's a bunch of them in the tomb. There's, uh, there's other twists in the story there. When you go find, you go cure the leper guy from the priest that's pretty cool uh, I like this game a lot I the first time I actually got that 
um, potion thing. Um, I didn't know I was supposed to, uh, um, like, uh, I just took it without even talking to him. So he, uh, he kept trying to kill me, and I sold it, and it was like, he, the lady gave me 150 for it. I didn't know you weren't supposed to sell it, or just, uh, I didn't know you were supposed to talk to him to get it. So, but then, like, the second time I talked to him, and, um, I got it, and then I realized I was supposed to sell it, because I actually read what he said that time. <laughs> I, I'm wondering what happens. I mean, this this game also one of the other things you choose when uh, you are you're, you're building your character is your alignment. And what alignment did you choose? Do you remember? Uh, See, I'm druidic, so I'm neutral. And I wonder what happens when you I do different things. I did the second things. one. I'm, I forget what that's called. I did the second one, but. And I wonder what. Uh, I'd have to, you know, I should have read up on what, what alignment might do, do to your character. Like, I was thinking to myself, oh, well, if I, and I found out, if you go in and you steal stuff from people, I don't know what the impact is all the time. Like, you can open up the treasure chest in the, uh, in the blacksmith's area and take all that stuff and stuff from the barrels, but I don't know what happens if he sees you do that. Now, I did find out well, when I tried to um, take the lock and opened up the treasure chest by the alchemist, uh, the whole town attacked me. Um... The um, I actually at nighttime I went over into the um where the blacksmith works and he was out um outside he was looking straight at me though and I l looked in the rack and there was um uh, an axe but it had the blue outline so it was more valuable um and I took everything and he didn't even see me <laughs> I took everything wait he was outside oh you mean the guy at Border Town no the the yeah the guy um that they they lived um around there because of the fungus. Oh, okay. Yeah, I took it. He was, like, staring straight at me from outside, and he didn't even see me. I guess it was because it's pitch black. Hmm. Well, not pitch black, but black. I wasn't all, I couldn't camp out either because there was, like, um, the, the, um, not hunters, the, um, the guys with the swords, they were wait, they were hiding in the woods waiting for me to go along that path, so I couldn't go along that path because... Every time I went there, they killed me. So I I went over to them, and then I brought them over to the village, and then they those guys just took care of it for <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they would take care of the guys, and and they would just even though they died, they would just come back usually. Um, except for that one guy that um that the treasure chest that blew up, the guy that was over there, he didn't come back. I know why he doesn't come back, but I'm not gonna tell you. Why? That's uh, not tell you. I can't, I can't tell you. I can't tell you why. I think that's probably a little bit of a glitch in the game, and I can't tell you why he doesn't come back because he's he's part of a, another quest, and you'll find out why. Um, but I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody else. Uh, he's already dead, so whatever. But he's part of another quest, and I think that anyway. This is old school RPG style. Now, when I was your age, I was playing games like this, although not as nice and graphic. The one that comes to mind was, was Tunnels of Doom for me. Wait, when you said that um you asked that you went into the treasure chest and um you tried to go into the treasure chest and everybody attacked you and tried to kill you, well, usually what I would do before going into a town is I would save. And then if I accidentally did something to make them want to kill me, then I would like go like I would re um set it so that it would go back to when I saved. And then I was just you know. So like if I accidentally did something that would make them want to kill me and just reset it and go back and um re like go to that town again and uh do remember that what I did that one time killed 
uh, killed me. So, that's what I did. Hmm. <coughs> so. Sweetness and light. What? No, I was just saying it sounds. Yeah. I like luring, like, once, um, before, in the, some of the files that I had to erase because I got, like, trapped somewhere where these guys, they, um, they were attacking me and I couldn't get free. Um, or, like, these monsters that were attacking me and I couldn't get free. Like, I dragged these two giant salamanders things into the, um, into the first village and the guard would fight them and I would, um, sneak into those two locked rooms where the treasure, where there was treasure and I would steal the treasure while he was fighting. It worked, but then the second time it didn't work. Huh. What? No, it's just, it's a, it's a fun game. What I was going to say is, uh, Tunnels of Doom was a, uh, old school RPG on the TI-99 4A, which I used to play for hours by myself, have to load it in off cassette tape to save my game. Took three minutes, Paige, three minutes to load in, three minutes to save. Seriously, all you have to do on this is click onto the file you want, you press enter, and that's it. It takes like not even a half a second. Well, back in the day, I had to save it on... Back in the day, I had to save it, and, uh, well, anyway, I used to play Tunnels of Doom with my friends a lot, and, uh, we had a good time doing it. There is a Tunnels of Doom game out there, which I am going to see about pulling down right now, uh, see if it actually will work on our systems. There's a Tunnels of Doom website, tribute website out there, which I'll post in the, uh, in the web. On the, on the show notes, it looks pretty cool. Now, what I'd be interested in, do you like these kind of games, RPG games? Yeah. I do. I, I like them a lot. I think they're a lot of fun. Um, maybe I, I would want to, after you're playing this for a little while, maybe we could check out uh, Battle for Westnaw, which is a, a open uh, source game. Of, I think it's under the GNU license. Um, but it's, it's a turn-based RPG, although it's a little more complex than Echelon. Last time I played it is you don't just control one guy. You control a bunch of people. Um, and maybe you'll find that interested. interesting. It's a very, very complex game. Like they're in a group and you control a lot of people? You, yeah, that's part of it. I'm not really good at that kind of game. It's turn-based, though. Uh, I'm... I'm I'm not really good with a group that you control all by yourself, but well, maybe, you know. Well, we shall we shall try that out. What do you give Echelon, book one? Uh, um, let's see. Out of what? Uh, zero to five penguins. Um, four and a half, because I take away the half because... Of when like the um when you steal something from the people and they want to kill you, you know that like if you accidentally do something and they want to kill you, you know usually it's start over if you want to like because they you know you want to get stuff like buy stuff from them but if they're you know if you if they're trying to kill you they're not going to want to talk really. So you're taking a half point away because you don't like the fact that if you steal something from somebody they don't or do like something you. Wrong or they don't like, like you doing they don't like you stealing so they take points of they they become an enemy to you, so you want to be able to steal from them all no, along not, not steal So you're taking points away for things that the game is supposed to do properly that you don't want it to do, because you want to be evil. 
Stop. <laughs> Fine, I give it five. So, well, you don't have to give it five. Whatever, that's fine. It's I only took half a point away, okay? So, you know, you know, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I hear what you're saying. I really enjoyed the game. I enjoyed it a lot. It was a lot of fun. I give it a... Uh, I want to give it a five because I can't think of anything I've lined down with it. I, I really thought it was a blast. I think it's well worth the, the 19 bucks. It would be great if they was open source, but you know it's still a, a ball of fun. You know what? Even though you know you say you say that it's supposed to, they're supposed to attack you if you steal something or do like be a thief, but I take I actually now I take a point away because well half a point away because if like the enemies if they like trap you like it's not as easy to fight off the enemies and they can easily trap you so I take a point off away from that because of that because if they trap you like you can't do anything if you like save there and they trap you can't really do anything then all you can do is is try to escape but you know if if you're trapped you can't really escape from that especially those fungus they can shoot you with like darts from them like they can shoot you from darts from their body um of fungus and like so i got trapped by that once and i had to, i had to make a whole new game so i take a point off from that so four and a half hmm. again you're taking points off for gameplay Alright, no, no problem, no problem, no problem. What about the Avery test? Will it pass the Avery test? Hell no. <laughs> I don't think so. No, not, I don't, I don't think so. No, I, I, no. What about mommy test? Will it pass the mommy test? Um, maybe. Um, I think mommy would enjoy the game, but it's it's kind of a hard game, you know. The the enemies are really advanced enemies, so maybe. I don't know. I don't think mommy would. Enjoy, this is mommy's kind of game, but you know who knows. I think maybe. It's possible. I I don't think mommy would. This is mommy's kind of game. Hmm. <laughs> well, we shall see what other people might think about it. Uh, good games this week. What did we talk about? We talked about World of Goo. World of Goo. We talked about Tuxcart. We talked about... Um, what was it called? Uh, um, Alex the Alligator 4 and Ashlam Book 1. Well, you know what we can actually do? I don't know. We're not going to talk about it, but we can set this up. Uh, move over a second here. Uh, I did find the Tunnels of Doom tribute game. And let's see if we could actually run it here for a second. You can see kind of what it looked like in the old school days. Uh, Java. It's a Java-based game. Let's see if it'll actually run. Oh, look at that. Look. Oh. Tunnels of Doom. Yep, that, this is what it looked like back in the day. Wow. 1982. <coughs> uh, I'm so glad. Oh, I, no, this is the reboot. Now, okay. I'm so glad I live in this century. <laughs> oh, come on. What? Uh, one, I, I mean, it looked horrible. It, it didn't. The king. We're loading in the game. Uh,. How many in your party? One to four. Let's let's do four. Uh, choose. We're gonna put a fighter for player one. 
let's make him a Japanese fighter. Uh, and we'll call him Possum Lomain. Possum Lomain? Yeah. We're going to have a rogue. What about Possum Chang? Amazonian rogue, and we'll call call her uh, Tara Bonfire. We'll have a rogue as the third one, a Celtic rogue, and we'll call him Wizip, the the mage. And then we'll have another fighter, and we'll make him a a Hittite, and we'll call him. Stab-a-lot. Sir Stab-a-lot. <laughs> we'll play on medium. How many levels? Let's go for ten. Oh, wait. Ah, oh, I chose the wrong thing. Hold on. Quest for fighter. He was Japanese. Possum Lomain. Possum Lomain. Uh, he was... Amazon. No, this I, I I chose the wrong thing. I want a rogue who was an Amazon, and this was what was Amazon? Um, uh, Tara the Babe. Tara. We'll just call her Tara the Babe. Uh, <laughs> a wizard that was Celtic called Wizard the Mage, and another fighter, which was a Hittite called Sir Stab a Lot. We want a medium, uh, 10 levels. We'll call the save file Dingus. Dingus. And here we go. This is this is old school. Old school fail. I don't see anything going on. What's going on here? I see a lot of exception nulls. Oh, dun 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 dun. Let's see what happens if I restart it. All right, let's uh, let's see if we can load a game. Dingus. Ah, there we go. What do I do now? The old shop. One, okay, there's... Awesome little name. Aren't you going to check all the characters? Hello, baby. We're finishing. Oh, look. <laughs> look at, look at, look at Tara the Babe. Wizard the Maze. Sir Stabalot. Alright. Uh, Is Sir Stabalot even a guy? don't know. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know what the controls are. Let's go back to the main menu. Um, what's options? Sound effect and just game introduction on. What's toggle screen mode? Oh. Hey, my goal. Screen. Full screen. How come you can't do full screen like that? What was that, F5? Yeah. I don't know what to do. Well, it's something we need to play with. We shall, uh... The old shop. 
we'll, we'll figure that out. Anyway, we, we should probably wrap this up. I thought Trump was only slow with one pay. Uh, it's an, uh, 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 a kind of the old shoppy, it's the old school style spelling. Kind of makes it look medieval. Well, any last words before we close up? Um, see you later. All right, thank you. That's uh, Logger21 in the baggy bag. Oh, say bye bye, Paige. Bye. Say bye bye, Paige. Bye. Say bye bye, Paige. Shut up. All right, bye bye, everybody. That wraps up another episode of Logger. Thank you very much for listening. Remember, Logger is released under Creative Commons for non-commercial use license. Feel free to copy, excerpt from, or distribute Logger for non-commercial purposes. The opening music of the show is provided by James Underberg called The Battle with sound effects from Blob Wars by Parallel Realities. We'll see you next time. (laughs) 